We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Foundation by Story Archives. I am your host, Mario Busto, alongside... Zachary Newton, your other host. Welcome back. We are back with our instant reaction of Season 2, Episode 5, titled The Sighted and the Seen. What do you make of that title, Zach? Based off of what we just saw on the episode, what do you think it means? Usually these titles tend to have some sort of symbolic connection to the episode. I don't know. I'm not that great at picking apart the true meaning behind the title, but I'm going to assume that it's in reference to all of the seers that we see in the episode. Yeah, from Ignis, yeah. you mean. Yeah, everybody yeah, you know, Ignis, basically. You know what I just realized as we're, as we're talking here together? No. Uh, most shows, you know, you're remembering all the characters at all times and you're mad when you don't see your favorites on screen. Yeah. You would have thought that after the last two episodes, we'd be upset that we didn't get any Hober in this episode. Um, yeah. And cons- I'll be honest, I didn't even notice his absence from the episode. Me I was either. so wrapped up in everything going on on Trantor and the mystery of Ignis mm-hmm. that... I was completely just in enraveled, like just enraptured by everything going on in there. Yeah. From the intrigue of what's going on with Sarath and trying to get down to the bottom of what happened to her family. Uh, we got pretty much conf- confirmation that Day did kill her family by Demerzel in this episode. And another thing that I was very shocked by in this episode, I thought that in the first dinner that Sarath had when she makes that comment offering Demerzel to sit down and eat with them. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was her insinuating that she knew about Demerzel being a robot. Turns out that is not known knowledge because I, I think in that pod I mentioned that she seems to know what's going on in the palace, but it turns out that they didn't know because when they're looking at Demerzel's half cut off head <laughs> and also the insinuation that she is having some sort of um, affair with Day, which by the way, I've got thoughts on, I've got instant reaction thoughts on particularly on this. Okay. Because Demerzel, who I've always, who I've said every single episode, she's the most mysterious. I can't make sense of what her motivations are, Mm-mm. but let me tell you, I have a feeling that all the unravelings, all the shit that we're seeing going down in this show has completely to do with Demerzel, who's either gone rogue, but she, her mission seems to be to bring down the empire because the, even the moment when Day is impotent, scared yep. that Sarah's going to come to his room to have sex with him, he seems um, he seems like someone being manipulated by Demerzel, who now I'm under the assumption or under the impression that Demerzel is the one who came onto him and not the other way around to manipulate him. So there's some heavy stuff going on. No, right th- there there is, and you know I think this episode. 
I said it last time. Last episode was my favorite, but this one I think is my favorite of the season. This one tops the last episode for me. We sound like broken records. I know, but I like this one. Was, I this agree. One was great. Like I didn't feel I like agree. I got a lot of the exposition that we've had before. Yeah. It had that same just like feeling where it would suck you into the show and you could watch it and enjoy it and not have to be educated on this thing that happened. This this crown jewel, this fleet from thousands of years ago. Yes, I didn't have to deal with any of that. But the biggest difference between this episode and last episode is a lot happened in this episode. And I'm with you. I Like I've been saying since the trailer, I think something is off with Demerzel. She is one of the most interesting characters in this, in this season, I think, at the moment. I just don't know anything about her. She, she is you, that huge mystery. Just think about the lighting choices that they made in the scene where she's talking to Dusk in the dark room and there's this glimmer. She almost looks demonic from the way this there's this glimmer in her eye and like these... Her teeth almost look like sharp, you know, mm. in the in the light. She has like this devilish smirk on her face. Like her plan is fully coming into fruition because in this episode, we also see that now, whether it was by design by Rue or not, mm-hmm. there was a seed of doubt planted in Dusk's mind as to whether Day has been altering him and Don's memory because he has taken the power of doing so, which was not the original intent of Cleon the First. And then we see this mechanism that Cleon the First supposedly left, which is this uh, this dialogue that he can have through his memory, like mm-hmm. this memory interface, where he can answer. It's almost like you know, if you're like a a pastor or something, and you want to make sure, or a, a, a congregant at a church, you know, yeah, and you want to make sure that these things are according to scripture, yeah, you know, that you would have like an interface with God, and you can say, hey, uh, pastor so and so, pastor so and so said, uh, you know that. He got a message from you that, you know, all wives got to go back to his place. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. some cult type thing that you can measure that up against and they can be like, nope, that's not in the scripture. Go back and, you know, get rid of this day. He's a, he's a, he's a, uh, he's blasphemous or he's, you know, going against what my teachings are. Yeah. However, when they go back and look at the catalog and see that Cleon the first had over 200 and something memories, cataphiles, as they say. Mm-hmm. My thought, my immediate thought was, who could have altered that going forward? It had to have been Demerzel. Demerzel is the only person that I, I, I thought when I saw that I was like, that's the only, literally the only one that makes sense. And I don't, yeah. I don't know if this had to do with some agreement maybe she had with Cleon the First, or if this is just something that that she has recently done. It recently gone back and wiped all of these these memories or not? I, I don't know. My thought process here is that we didn't see Cleon the First death. Okay. We only saw like a portion of that last day. Yeah. Now what happened the remainder of it and what kind of repercussions did that have? Because we know about this robot rebellion. We've heard, uh, you know, whisperings from the showrunner, David Goyer, that there may be a spinoff show about the robot wars. Mm -hmm. Could there have been something that initiated the robot wars that actually is uh, relevant to Demerzel being an actual active threat? And by the way, timely topic, timely topic oh, as we see the resurgence, as we see the surge of AI. So I was literally listening to a podcast, uh, Joe Rogan interviewing P- uh, Post Malone mm. today. Um, and Post Malone was saying he's he's genuinely scared that in just a, whether a year or even, he doesn't know what the time frame is, but he doesn't think it's too far from now where a fan, because of our culture of instant gratification, is going to be able to say to ChatGPT on some prompt and say, hey, write me a song about my experience where, you know, uh, 
I broke up with my girlfriend in, in seventh grade mm-hmm. and she was she got with my best friend or you know, she went and dated someone else and broke my heart and write it like and make it sound like uh chemical or whatever that song is that just came out with Post Malone. Okay. Make it sound like that. Yeah. And then it's gonna crank out an AI song and it's gonna be just for you, just for your experience from this artist that you loved. I mean, the threat of AI is kind of real right now. And so seeing this, like the next step of AI would be for it to embody, to be a living, like in a vessel, like a robot, like Demerzel. Yeah. And not, not, not to continue getting off topic, but I have seen some solutions out there already that can generate music from scratch that is completely yeah. unique, which is pretty impressive. And then you mix that with a lot of these like um, reproduced vocals like it's so recognized like you know who's singing it but it's not that person singing it's ai dude singing whatever lyrics you want and it is it is i love watching them it's the funniest thing to me if you go on tiktok you'll see like some the weekend michael jackson type songs Mm -hmm. and you'll see drake you'll see like a bunch of different ar artists post malone that's the reason the topic came up yeah but um yeah i mean thoughts on demerzel What, what are we going with here I still think there's something up with her. She she looks like she's got some master plan. I, I know I keep saying it, sound like a broken record. I just, I have no idea what it is other than potentially the downfall of the empire, right? Like, I, I don't really know. You think she's this season's Farah? You know, as we know, Farah is the Anacrian, uh, the, uh, what do they call her? The Huntress of Anacrian? The Grand Huntress. The Grand Huntress, yeah. who was on a suicide mission pretty much to bring down the empire. Is this Demerzel's version of that in her best impression of Littlefinger? I don't know. I don't. I don't think uh, Demerzel's on a suicide mission. I. I feel like I. I would. I would say that more so about Sarith, just because. I mean, she's also come from a a broken home life. I mean, her whole family has died at the hands of the Empire or Day. Right. Like I could kind of see her being the the person kind of coming back and get, trying to get that revenge. It feels more familiar to me. I don't know, Zach. I think there was a lot of breadcrumbs in this episode. Even Dusk talks about his legacy and how Day resented him mm-hmm. because he said Demerzel pacified the Empire. Okay? What that says to me is that over time, over these however many centuries it's been that the Cleons have been in charge, I think 18 generations of Cleons, the one constant is Demerzel. Yep. Demerzel pretty much runs the Empire. Um. Could it be that her plot was to, that she's the one who led Day towards killing Sarath's uh, family? We do know that she's the one who planted the seed of doubt about his brothers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she's the one who did that when he, when he said, what about my brothers? Yeah. And she, she brings up the loophole that there could be with his memories, right? Yeah, absolutely. So she, all season she's been doing this. Um, could we be heading towards an unlikely... Uh, alliance between Sarath and Day that they come to like each other and realize hey this robot is pretty much ruining everything like she's trying to get her hands on everything here I could see a world where where maybe that happens I haven't thought about it much but I mean there's still more out of the relationship that we're definitely going to see we haven't seen yet um, between Sarath and Day Everybody that does find out about uh, Demerzel being a robot seems to be very surprised. Oh, uh, like devastatingly yeah, surprised. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I, I could, I, like, if that information got out, 
like that's dangerous information for empire they're they're they have this thing that's been outlawed for forever um i don't know maybe maybe there is some uprising against uh, demerzel maybe day takes a stance though i i'm trying to remember back in season one did demerzel kind of play the same role like she she did kind of seem like a a, a council of some sort in season one, but I didn't get the feeling that she was trying to manipulate them so much. Did you? I didn't get the sense until this episode makes me feel with almost certainty mm-hmm. that she is, she has taken control of empire here. Yeah. Not, uh, she's taking control of day through, through sex. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way that he is emotionally, wrapped up in her you know what i mean yeah so you know uh there's a lot to be said of of what could be going on with demerzel i think that is one of the key storylines of the season but we'll have to find out yeah well in other news we've been talking about day and sarah and demerzel this entire episode we get confirmation that harry is seemingly human again Yes. Now, hold on, I'm because I'm pulling up some episodes here. Okay. I mean, not episodes. I'm pulling up some, some emails from some some e- uh, listeners out there. Blah, blah 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 blah. Okay. I love it when you sing to me. It's great. Thanks, man. Yeah. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Um, alright. What was the last thing you asked me? Oh, no. Well, I was saying about Demerzel, I don't remember her being so manipulative yeah, in the yeah, first yeah, season yeah, though she was a council. Yeah. No, not in the first season, because I think that this unraveling was really, we started to see it um, accelerating when she was told to kill uh, Zephyr Halima. And then from there, she had to kill Don. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the breaking point for her. And maybe now her code is going off in a completely different direction than the original intent. Now, let's talk about some other things in this episode because this episode played with our hearts in lots of ways because we saw Raish yeah. and we saw Hugo. We did. Who, it's all but confirmed, are both dead. Uh, I was so worried for a moment. I was like, dang it, no. He came back, I was going to lose that bet. About Hugo being alive? Yeah, yeah. He could still be alive. He could still be, but I feel much better about it now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was thinking, there's no way Rache can be alive, man. There's just no way. It would be no. almost ridiculous. He was vacuumed out of it. Out of a it, it, it would be shoot. ridiculous to the point where, like, although I love Rache, I would roll my eyes Hot if he armor. comes back into the show. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like I'm with gets you on that. scooped into, like, a space vacuum that seals him and puts him in a cryopod for 200 years, you know? Mm-hmm. Hugo, 
that one could potentially happen based on the explanation that that guy gives. But I was buying it for a minute too. I was like, but at the same time, I was like, really? There was an uneasiness right now. There was just an uneasiness about everything. The way he was acting was way too uppity. Um. And by the way, I'm, I know I understand, I understand that everybody on this planet seems to be a telepath. Mm-hmm. They have mentalics as um, Bellum. What is her name? Bellum. I wrote it down here. Vellum Bond. Tellum Bond. Okay. As she talks about everyone being a telepath, that the voice that they heard was a message for refuge. But it seems like she is not as mm, gracious as one would believe based on the welcome that they get no what are your thoughts on her is she villainous she somebody has a cult going on here and she's trying to keep things good because my thoughts are the way that this has to go down on this planet for the second foundation to form is that the people will have to revolt against Mm -hmm. her and then they'll have to join up and follow the leadership of gail savor and harry i don't know if she's villainous or not um i I'm assuming everybody that lives on Ignis, all of these seers, have honed their skill much more than uh, Gale has. So, you know, maybe they were able to kind of see the future that was to come if they follow this path that Harry has planned out and decided, no, that's dark. We're not going to let that happen. And maybe that's kind of what they're trying to do. They're just trying to protect themselves from the future that they're seeing now that he's arrived. I don't know that they're going out of their way to be bad people i don't think everyone's in on it necessarily i think that the people who are following her are good it's very interesting the sequence by the way beautiful location i don't know where they filmed this maybe someone has some information on that out there we have a one particular youtuber who has an uncanny amount of knowledge of where the filming took place yeah um <laughs> you know the whole sequence of them getting there them seeing the little girl who's kind of acting like a goddess um it's a strange planet altogether like it's it's gonna be interesting to see how this develops i could see this being the the rest of the plot line here for the rest of the season that we won't see too much more traction on ignis Mm -hmm. it'll be more of a gradual pulling apart of what's going on here essentially like they have to take out the power that is and show the people that she's manipulating or doing something or convince her because she wants to destroy the Prime Radiant yeah. so that the Second Foundation cannot take um, take root in Ignis. Yeah. but Or maybe she's good-hearted and sees that the Second Foundation would only bring potential and that, ruin. that's my point, right? Like, I don't know yeah. that they're bad. Like, maybe maybe they were able to see the future because Harry's here. They're able to kind of, like, use what, what they now know exists to, to see the future, and they don't want any part of it. In seeing this planet, though, do you think this is the planet Hober's been commanded to go to? I don't think so. Like, I feel like that's going to be its own thing. I don't know that we're going to tie this all together. He would be pretty hilarious on this planet, though. He would be. It would be his comment. His commentary on the stuff occurring here would be pretty hilarious. That and seeing everybody read his mind and say all the things that he's thinking out loud. That would be funny. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's a moment earlier in the episode when Harry has this nightmare about. Raish and Raish says to him, you don't care about people. All you see are points on a graph. Mm -hmm. I think Harry's contending with himself as uh, what he feels about people. I don't know how much of that was true, how much was not. 
in that scene where Raish says, I didn't have to die. You changed the plan because you didn't trust me. I didn't have to die. If you trusted me, I didn't have to die. And in his conversations with Gail, as she's trying to prevent the death of Salvor through that vision she had, he says he would like to think that if he could do things over again, he wouldn't have done them the same way. So this physical Harry is very much getting his feet under him in terms of having a more, he's definitely become more attached and, and in pretty visible ways, we're seeing the contrast between him and Dark Harry over on Terminus too. I would even say between him and the hologram Harry that he was just yeah. like an episode or two ago. I mean, he he does feel very different. He does feel more human um, in this episode already, which is which is interesting. And I, you know, I, I I like this side of him more than I like the other side of him. The other side is just like he's still arrogant, callous, he's callous. Yeah, yeah, but I like him a bit more. Yeah, it's higher stakes too, knowing that he can die at any yeah, moment. Yeah, you know, again, and I, like I doubt it. he's not. I don't think this one would go back to being a hologram if he died. You know, no, not um, unless he had like some upload device on him still. I guess he technically does with the knife, right? But well, he's got to have the he's got to have the like the transmitter, right, on his ear. Yeah, yeah. Still a mystery though on how he has a physical body. Not even um, Tellum Bond knows the secret of how he gained a physical body. So that'll be a, a a mystery that persists. Maybe maybe not even the writers in the show have an answer for how he got a body yet. <laughs> but uh, let's round out the episode with one last topic here. Because I want to bring up the point that maybe there's this alliance that may form here between everyone but Demerzel, really, in the, yeah. in the palace. Because if you think about it, there's an irony taking place. The whole point of this foundation is against the genetic dynasty. And now Harry has been cloned, according to Salvor. Mm-hmm. So he is, in fact, a clone. The irony of him being a clone while trying to bring down the clones is interesting. Uh, while on the other hand, this version of Day seems to think that the genetic dynasty cannot exist anymore, right? Because that's why he wants to marry Sarah, have kids. Yeah. That's a natural view of a lineage, right? Of, of ruling over a kingdom. So he's technically going in the right direction of things of trying to overthrow the 18 generations prior to this. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's at the guidance of Demerzel. Maybe that's something different. We, that remains to be found out at this moment, but I could totally see some an, alli- an alliance being formed now with Dusk, who now realizes that only Cleon, the first memory, has been un- is unaltered, right? Mm-hmm. And now he needs to find some leverage to get down to the bottom of it. He has a special connection with Rue, pretty clearly, it seems, yeah. unless Rue is conniving for more pos- a higher position in the court. Um, Sarath and Day are engaged after their little spat, mm-hmm. right? In a very awkward scene where... <laughs> He, she accuses him, or he accuses her of trying to kill him, which is true. She tried to kill him. She was definitely behind the assassination attempt. She accuses him of being behind death of his, uh, her family, which is also true. Yeah. So, could there be some weird confluence there where they come together, um, or will this all just fall apart and blow up, and um, that be the end? Is it as simple that it has to happen where Hober pierces the side? of the empire is that absolutely confirmed you know yeah you know what i'm saying yeah it could be a deviation it could it very well could be and you know i i i do think that there could definitely be this uh reuniting moment between the the brothers here if demerzel is the common enemy and 
I, I could totally see the reasons um, for for how she would be behind everything that's been going oh on gosh, and behind yeah. wiping all of the data. Like, remember, let's not forget, she was in love with the original Cleon. That's maybe why he's unaltered. That's the only one that's not altered. It has to be her, man. It just has to be her. Crazy. Yeah. Agreed. Crazy. And will Day go to fight for her? Because he seems to be completely brainwashed by her. Even that weird little, think about me. Did you yeah, see that I know. I, was, that was, I laughed. I was like, really? It's so corny. I know. It was funny, though. Okay. I really like the dawn and dust segments of this episode, that mm-hmm. when they were together. Especially when they go to talk to the... To the, the um, the you know, the, the kind IT of smart guy. assy, yeah, the smart assy IT guy, yeah. you know, 18 generations. Uh-huh. And he's like, I should cut off this guy's thumbs. <laughs> yeah. That was great. But all right. Uh, I think that just about does it for the instant reaction. What do you think? I think that is good. I'm excited to dive much deeper into this later. Awesome. Thank you all for tuning in. We hope you're enjoying our coverage so far of Foundation. We also hope you're checking out some of our other content on the channel. We just dropped a season wrap-up of season one of Hijack on Apple TV, which seems to be heading in the direction of season two. And it'll be interesting to see where that goes as time progresses. We are also covering Invasion season one as we prepare for the premiere, the premiere on August 23rd, which the trailer looks insane. We got to do a reaction to that pretty soon. Okay. And stay tuned for our deep dive on Sunday. For the rest of the stuff. Oh, stay tuned. Also, we are going to be thinking about some potential Patreon linkage things. And Spotify is doing a partnership with them as to how we can bring some value to you all. Or if you just want to support the channel and help us continue producing these episodes for all of you out there. For the rest of our outro, I throw it to the maestro himself, Zach. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Foundation by Story Archives. You can find this podcast anywhere you find podcasts, Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. We are on YouTube at Soapbox Podcast Network. We have different links to different shows on there, different playlists for the different shows we've been covering. Uh, You can visit our website at soapbox.house, email us at contact.soapbox.house. And we do have two links in the description below, one to sign up for our quarterly newsletter and the other to fill out a survey that we have open right now while we continue to build the network. Perfect. Until Sunday night, please respect and enjoy the peace. Peace.